0: Hello everyone, welcome to the WW3 podcast. My name is Will, and for this podcast, an episode will come out every weekend, and we'll have a different subject. Those subjects will range from my personal life, sports, college, and other topics I feel y'all the audience may enjoy. Now, this topic that I'm going to discuss is a little bit more serious than what I've uh, covered, um, just because it it affects certain people and it could have a detrimental effect on all people on the social media platform. So what I'm talking about is this YouTube COPA uh, situation that's going on. And for those of you that don't know, COPA is the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act. And it gives parents control over what information websites can collect from their kids. And it, it also says that websites uh can collect information from children over f- from the ages 13 and above, but anything under 13, they can't do that. So it's a violation of the law. And um, the FTC hit YouTube with a violation of it and it it cost YouTube a 170 million dollar fine. and that's a big amount in, it's not just affecting YouTube. It's affecting their creators because they have the creators now have to make a decision, and we'll talk about that later. But and the thing things come into mind when it's you when you're talking about a social media platform, and they get hit with some sort of violation. And with with this kind of violation, it does kind of raise the question: Why didn't get Why didn't they get hit with it earlier? Um, I don't know. I can't answer that question for you, but there there are some things that have to be taken into consideration here. YouTube does have a 13-year-old feature in order to make an account, and YouTube's owned by Google, which means Google has that rule. And you know when you're making a Facebook account and you you know and you're younger and you you just want to get on there. Sometimes you you know may say your age is not exactly what it is. So there could be that issue and they figure that out or it's something along the lines of they are just going on YouTube normally, no account and they're doing this and they're watching and that's what's going on. Um, and that could easily be the case. Um, but then there's the whole part of YouTube kids and YouTube kids is an app that runs, um, well, it, it's an app and it's for those 12 and younger. So, YouTube knew about this situation and tried to make sure that they had their own thing focused on kids, but kids were still going to the just plain YouTube uh, site and watching videos. And YouTube Kids um, is an app that runs family friendly ads and, you know, doesn't really, it wants it family. From the ads and doesn't really um, go off of what they ser- search because it's only sh- it's only an app. There's no website, so it it restricts to the ads that are available there. So you don't get those ads that say okay. This is what we've seen you do, what you've looked up on Google and all this. So, you know, it doesn't do that. It says these are strictly ads that are paying to be on this platform. And that's really what it is. And so with with that being said, those creators on YouTube kids are not being affected, but these YouTube, these normal YouTube um, creators are, are being affected. And YouTube itself is asking these creators to do, um, to kind of, make, make changes to their channels. And that's really frustrating. A lot of these channels because they've been through so many issues and, you know, something that's come up a lot recently and it's been a controversy is demonetization. And now this, you know, they're, so this demonetization thing came out a while ago. And, you know, what that is, is YouTube Chooses that that video can't be monetized, they can't make money off of it because of certain things, and there are criteria to that. And that criteria is like is sexually suggestive content, um, including partial nudity and sexual humor, violence, including display of serious injury and events related to violent extremism, inappropriate language, including harassment, swearing, and vulgar language, promotion of uh, drugs and regulated substances, including selling. Use and abuse of such items, controversial or sensitive subjects and events, including subjects related to war, political conflicts, natural disasters, and strategies, and even if graphic imagery is not shown. And I got that. I got that from an from an article about kind of what constituted that. And so they've been some accounts have been hit with that, and some I watch in particular. So. Some channels have gone from that edgy, like, okay, cause, you know, show certain things, and then had to die that down to where they can't, to get a little bit more friendly and not get demonetized, and they can make money off of their videos and these, and these ads. So, you have that, and I've heard channels kind of complaining about that situation, but now they're asking for these, these creators to mark videos or their channel as made for kids or not, and that's where a lot of gray area comes in, into play. Are they made for kids? Um, and there, there's one channel in particular that I, I want to, you know, point out. In Dead Meat, it, it is a horror movie um, kill count podcast um, channel. It, it promotes all that stuff. It talks about all that stuff. So that's not kid. It's not made for kids. It really isn't. And he in this in this channel, I love watching it, and it's something that I know out of the channels I watch most likely won't be affected. And he he's been worried about the monetization. This is something that I don't think technically Dead Meat needs to worry about, um, but it's still it's still eye raising for these other channels that I watch like um, Markiplier, PewDiePie, JackSepticEye, which are highly liked youtubers among that youtube community and so you know obviously these creators will are like what do i do are these am i made for are, am i made for kids or am i not and so the legally youtube can't tell them if they are or not they do have an automation uh thing though that will detect if things are um made for kids and they have certain criteria for that and we'll get to that later um right after this point actually and but these creators are able to consult legal counsel and say is this legal well not legal but is this made for kids is this not made for kids is this more so a lesser nsfw you know uh, or is it a SFW, SFW, not safe for work, safe for work, you know, because you know, YouTube doesn't necessarily have those NSFWs. They have the, you know, the, they have the, you know, the cuss word, you know, they may have cuss words, they may have uh, graph, you know, they may have like something from a horror movie. So they're not like, they're not too NSFW, but they're somewhat. And, um, so you have to make that decision and that that is the hardest part definitely of this from what I've heard from uh, videos and articles that this is probably the toughest decision that any YouTube creator is going to have and the, the, that list of criteria where if it's made for kids is this exactly is it aimed at kids kind of self-explanatory within that animated characters cartoons toys celebrities that appeal to children and you know, I don't know if that means that they appear in the video or there's some mention of it. So if it's like a Brian Hall channel to where he does um, impressions of like Mickey Mouse and Tigger and all, like a lot of cartoon characters and uh, celebrities, will they get hit with this? Um, or do they have to mark with, say, for, made for kids more than likely he will Uh, child audience is another one again kind of self-explanatory activities kid-like so um like playing or like playing games video games something like that um it 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 kind of there it kind of does narrow it down just a little bit so it helps a lot um the subject matter of the video was another criteria so is it you know, like I said, is it horror or is it more kind of like a, oh, let's entertain, let's educate, let's do this? Um, is kind of a way of saying, okay, this is made for kids, includes child actors or models. So, again, kind of that celebrities, uh, animated characters, cartoons. So, is it kind of the same? Are they kind of the same people? Um, it uses language that is meant for children to understand. So, I guarantee you, those that you know, those channels that do cuss but bleep um, are not gonna mark themselves as made for kids, and then include songs, stories, or poems that appeal to children. Show, so, so uh, whoever made Baby Shark or those kind of songs, they will definitely mark themselves as uh, made for kids, and that's something again that kind of is like okay, this is really really gonna help if this is if this is the case, and um, it's. It's kind of interesting to think that Baby Shark and, you know, Sesame Street videos and all all those other videos will are kind of immediately known as, okay, they're going to be made for kids. But what, what if there's a channel that's a react channel and strictly react to videos and that's one of them? Is that made for kids? And it's kind of a gray area, I think, when it comes to that kind of stuff. So, um, but they can do that. Now, whether they declare themselves made for kids or not, and they, if they, so let's say they declare themselves as made for kids, or, uh, made for kids, and ends up not being the case, then there will be penalties, or if it's, if they say that it's not made for kids, but it is, there will be a penalty um, for this, and that, that, this is what's the most shocking about this, and this is that, the penalty is a fine, and it's per video. And the the fine is forty two thousand per video. And one of the one of the videos I was watching, the uh, it was it was a PewDiePie video that said he has he said he had a bunch of videos on the channel. and He says if twenty four of them got hit with that situation, he would owe YouTube the FTC. A million dollars 24 of those and he was just like it's gonna hurt me if that's the case and they deem myself if I deem myself not for kids and it's really this kind of area and the whole situation of the the whole the whole big like so that, that that's the shock but then the biggest issue with this is that another video I watched from game theory um which is a channel that I watch every now and then um was was talking about this and said that most YouTubers make their money or all the, all the YouTubers actually make their money off of those targeted ads that they're that they're taking away if they're made for kids and the targeted ads Are about eighty to ninety percent of the money that these YouTube that these YouTubers like create or get. Um, That is their revenue. These ads, and so what that means is if they mark themselves say for kids or if YouTube deems them made for kids, they're gonna lose those ads and they're gonna lose eighty to ninety percent of their of their revenue, of their net worth, of all this money that they've worked so hard to get and i'm not trying to take sides but you know obviously for the creators that's the biggest that's the big issue but of course youtube is trying to do something to get them out of the situation that they're in and you know it it happens to be a bad situation for the creators the FTC has done what they need to do youtube has done what they need to do and the youtube creators need to do what they need to do and i've Watch a video from YouTube's perspective of why they're doing this. I've watched a creator, um, a YouTube creator, Game Theory, MatPat, talk about this situation and why it could affect big channels. And he, he specifically drops, name drops some of these people in PewDiePie, uh, Markiplier. He talks about other other creators that... Not necessarily kid-friendly could but could be deemed kid-friendly by YouTube that could lose a lot of money and It it's Odd to see that that's the case and this could lead to the downfall of channels and That's the biggest thing because if they lose that amount of money 80 to 90% um Of their money from that then some of these channels could easily disappear or just stop uploading um, Markiplier, PewDiePie, Jacksepticeye, some of the big names that could be affected. You know, some channels that I watch, Team Edge, that could that could potentially go down. Get good gaming based off of criteria could potentially go down. You could see a bunch of a bunch of other ones potentially Smosh. Um, and it, it's an it's you know as a fan of those channels, in coming from a fan, it's devastating to think with this happening that those channels could end is in is devastating especially with what smosh has gone through but that's not what this podcast is about but it's something that is weird in the case of a channel could go down only because of losing an ad and that's crazy and i'm not saying it's the right thing i'm not saying it's a the wrong thing to do or the right thing to do but youtube's doing what they what they should do and this is what they think they should do and then what's going along with this i what's going along with this is that if they're deemed made for kids there are features that are based other features of youtube that are based off of user data that are going to be restricted uh and I got them here, and this is again coming from videos and articles. And um, if you want to go watch these videos, if you want to go read these articles, I'll even include the demonetization article that I got these. I've got that stuff from. It, I'll I'm gonna put them in the description of the Facebook Facebook post. I'll put them on Instagram um, too for y'all to look at. Um, but and some of the, some of these restricted features are comments and comments. I, I know a lot of people, a lot of YouTubers have been complaining about the comments and what their their subscribers have been putting in. So this, this might not be that much of an issue um, could potentially save from cyberbullying. So this could uh, not just of uh, the YouTube, you know, fans and the YouTubers, but of other users just in the comments. Um, personalized ads, um, which... That's the whole whole purpose here is that To remove those personalized ads to remo- remove those targeted ads from those videos So that's not a surprise but uh info cards and what the info cards are are these um Things that they it, well, they're these feature of you video that you can put into it And you click on it and you can go to another video so it wreck it so it wreck so it re- and it recommends other videos. So it would move people to potentially you know, going to a channel that they don't really watch, watching uh, videos that aren't really... That, it ruins them from going to other videos of that channel and getting interested in, into it and subscribing to it. So that does take a a kind of an odd, situ, odd situation of, we can't get people to watch... our our other videos unless they specifically click on the link to go to the channel, which is something that, um, will have, which will be the case because end screens is another, is another thing that's going on there as well, which, um, is again, something where these creators have been putting a recommended videos up there. And they'll say, this is a lot of the channels that I watch say, this is a, this is a video that YouTube recommends for you and this is one this is a, a video that we would like you to watch and then it puts maybe the subscribe button there and if, if that's the case again it takes that right away of promoting the channel yet again to these to, to this audience and it's p- potentially prying more subscribers away from these channels Um. Which is kind of from a creator point, it's probably infuriating, but again, it's a way of it's YouTube's way of saying this is what we need to do, um and there's nothing wrong with that, I think. Channel branding watermarks, and th- this is something that when I'm watching a video on YouTube, does kind of get of annoying because it'll say like Smash or Team Edge. But it, it's another way of saying of promoting the channel. Click here, and you can go to the channel, or click here, and you can subscribe. And again, that's kind of taken away from promoting and getting a broader audience that they that they might want. And it's a it's a bit of a I can see that one as a bit of an issue, but it's also kind of a blessing in disguise because it won't block anything in the video as well. So I think that that one's not as big as some of these others uh donate button uh some some channels have a donate button to where the people can donate to like their i guess a a patreon or some way to help support the creator and for that to be the case it, it sucks um because then you won't be able to go you won't be able to go into uh and help these guys and potentially get them get help them get bigger and move on to better things or so on like such like that and it's that one from a fan perspective i don't i don't really do it but it does kind of infuriate me because it could potentially help them or potentially uh charities that they might want to donate to so that that is a bit of an issue and then The last two things that videos won't have are live chats and live donations. Now, I'm not a big fan of watch. I don't really watch a lot of of live streams on YouTube. Um, But I know there are a lot of YouTubers that I watch that do live streams. And I know that there are two that do live stream uh, charity events. And so that is kind of my issue with this. Not necessarily the chat, because that can be annoying when you're watching live videos, the live streams. But the live chat donations, when you have these YouTubers of Markiplier and Jacksepticeye doing those charity live streams, and that live stream donation button is gone and people can't donate to those charities for that live stream, it's not that it, – it, it's it gets me riled up because they're raising money not for themselves but for a really, really good charity. And I know they every month they do – I know every month Jack Seth, the guy, does it, and he does it for different charities. And so he's um, – it shows how much of a good person he is, and that's taking that chance away of him doing that and giving money to a, a really good cause and um, – it, it's kind. It, it. It's just hard to explain why they would do something like that in this case, because um, live streams don't really get those um, ads. It's a live stream; they can't get ads from it anyway. Because if they play an ad mid mid live stream, it's screwed. <laughs> the live stream's screwed because it, it ruins the fluidity of it, and it just. It makes no sense. So why take away the live stream issue, these live stream things when you can potentially take away something that may not be as, as detrimental to people who like doing live streams and do a live, uh, like a charity live stream. It, it, it's an issue for me in that case. And this is the only thing that I'm really taking a side on to where why does this have to be the case? Uh, because I know that the, 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 these two YouTubers, and I'm sure others do charity live streams, um, so it's taken away the creator's opportunity, but also the uh, that charity's opportunity to potentially raise money, and it's just kind of infuriating. But along with that, um, there's other things that the specific channels won't have. So... Yes, there's so the, the videos won't have that. So, if you go to the Markiplier channel or you go to the Jacksepticeye channel, then the, there's certain things that they don't have. So, they won't have this community tab, um, it, it is one, and this community tab has, um, that is them posting, uh, it. Or the creators posting, like, posts. They're, they're, they're putting, like, Facebook... It's like they're putting Facebook uh, statuses on there, saying, you know, I know I missed an upload, or thanks for the incredible response, or this or that. And so it, it's an odd kind of situation because of... Um, this is a way for them to, again, promote their own channels themselves. You're taking away from that, which is a bit of an issue again, but you know, YouTube does what they have to, you know, videos doing YouTube is doing what they think they have to do, which you can't get mad at because they don't want to get hit with this. Um, they won't have stories and you know, I've looked, I haven't seen many, I don't, the channels that I've gone to don't have that stories tab, uh, so there's kind of that and so I can't really talk about that but the notification bell this is a big one too um, so the notification bell is for subscribers to do um, those channels that um, that will that notify the users, those subscribers, of when somebody uploads. So if you hit the notification bell for Smosh or Team Edge or Jacksepticeye, you'll get a notification. You look at the bell up top of your your laptop or you get a notification on your phone. Jacksepticeye just uploaded a video, and then you can go to it. But if they're deemed kid-friendly, made for kids, they won't have that. So how are you supposed to know they put out a new video? It's kinda weird. They're taking a lot of opportunities away from the channel itself. I'm I'm just saying it's weird. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have done it. But it's an odd scenario. And then safe to watch later, save the playlist. It's just it's just for users to say, okay, you know, this is what we'll do this, um, this is what we'll do, or um, they, they, like they have their playlist they have their playlist of their own so they, they probably won't have the opportunity to add things to playlists so they're singular videos and then um, watch later watch later it's just watch later is literally just okay I, I don't have to watch I can't watch it now let me come back to it later So you necessarily won't have it, I guess. So, I mean, yeah. And let alone, so I have a YouTube account. I don't upload. I just have it so I can watch and subscribe and like and all of this and whatever. So obviously I won't be affected by it because I don't have to determine if my videos are made for kids or not. Um, But there are some people that have to make this tough decision of, do I... Say these are made for kids. Do I say they're not? Or do I just stop altogether? You know. Um, and there are some YouTubers out there. Talking about that. Now. For them to. Determine themselves as. Made for kids. They have until January 2020. So they have a. Just under a month. Well just about a month. My bad. To do this. Um, and. And. I know a lot of them are you know kind of nervous about what what could potentially happen and where they go from here so it's a it, it's right now I'm sure some of them are in are talking to either the companies that they're a part of or they're talking to family members or legal consultants about What's the right thing to do, and it's odd to think that that's the case. And you know, obviously, this is their job, and you know, they they want they want to do it, and da 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 da, and it it's tough. And you know, I've talked about Markiplier, I've talked talked about Jacksepticeye and uh, PewDiePie and gaming because they could be affected. But what about? And I just want to bring this up. I just want to bring this up before we wrap up here. Vloggers. um, Alex Wasabi, Hayes Family Vlogs. Like, what's going to happen to um, those kind of people? Because, well, I know for sure Hayes Family Vlogs is a lot of promoting um, alopecia awareness and what that is and um, going to Disneyland, going to Disneyland a lot. And there's those characters that come on up Is it for kids? You know, what's going to happen to them? Can they more than likely they're going to say made for kids and they won't be able to make money off of it. And I don't know if they're making money off of it or not, but it's a, it's an interesting thought about what's going to happen to like the vlog channels and, um, what those kind of people will have to do to change their stock was up. So, um, that And that's really all I have um, for this. And this whole thing is just kind of bring awareness to it. It's not to say YouTube, I'm not saying YouTube's in the wrong. I'm not saying the FTC's in the wrong. I'm not saying that anybody's in the wrong. It just sucks because there are people that are doing YouTube as a job and this could greatly affect them. You know, um, FTC is absolutely doing what's right because they, This law is a law and they have to enforce it and boom there you go youtube gets hit with it YouTube's trying to find a solution for this And you can't blame them for that, right? It's and again, it's on the creators To make sure that they that they do the right thing And at this point if there's anybody to blame in the upcoming future For channels disappearing. It's not youtube because they've promoted this. They said what they need to do. It's not the FTC. It will be the creators. If their channel survives this. Or not. Um, that's all I have. Uh, you know. Comment on the Facebook. Uh, video. If, if you have anything to say about it. Uh, go to the Inst- Instagram page. Comment on that as well. But uh, besides that. Goodbye, adios, however you say goodbye. And um, I hope you enjoyed this episode.